y'all get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. This is one of your hosts, Mr. David Coker, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., promoter, event specialist, and marketing specialist as well. Um, I am joined with my by my partner, Mr. Leonard Young. And how you doing, sir? Good. Everything is good. This is Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist and all-around good guy. How's it going, David? Hey, I can't complain. I can't complain. I forgot to say good guy, but all you people that listen, y'all know, y'all know the deal. So I didn't have to yes, say that. Yes, they, they know you're not the good guy. Yes, <laughs> yes. They, they know the deal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I'm, I'm good, sir. It's uh it's uh, another new week, and we're into November now. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy, I mean, isn't it? Yeah, man. Gosh, I mean, whew, the time is flying. Our anniversary month on top of it. That's right, guys. Uh, next week uh, is our anniversary of a year doing the show. And I'll tell you, this time has just flown, man. It's it just been, been unbelievable how how – how quickly this year is going by. I know. I mean, actually, it's gone by so quick, you almost can't believe it because, shoot, Halloween was yesterday, and I know that um, before we know it, it's going to be Thanksgiving, Christmas. And, Dave, can you believe we have done 104 episodes? Wow. Okay. That's that's a lot. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. a lot. Yeah. You know, considering considering episode one <laughs> was just uh, supposed to be like a, a, a uh, let's try to see what happens thing. Right. <laughs> you know, here we are, um, hundred and three episodes later. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we still hanging in. So we want to thank you guys for inspiring us, for listening to us. Um, Every time we get a note from one of you guys or anytime I hear from people I know that have listened to the show and said, you guys are doing a great job and that we love the show and everything, we really want to we want to say thank you, first of all, and foremost for taking the time to listen to us. And for those of you all across the country that have listened to us, thank you. Um, we don't know what we we wouldn't be doing this if you guys wasn't listening. And, and keeping us inspired and keeping us encouraged. Um, so thank you for that. Yep. And you want to add anything? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I'll wait for him to say what he said, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, this is coming from an all-around good guy. But, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, kind of like Dave said, you know, when we started this journey, we didn't know what to expect. And to be honest, we probably didn't even care, but, you know, we we're just going to go ahead and get started. <laughs> But, you know, kind of like Dave always says, you know, like we always talk about a lot of things happening in the news and in current events. And really the same thing we probably would just talk about on a, you know, a daily or semi-daily basis is exactly what we talk about here. And, you know, um, we probably tone it down a little bit for the podcast, but this the subject content is really, 
you know, this is kind of what we talk about. So, you know, we don't come in here with no scripts. You know, we don't come in here with no hard set agenda. We just kind of, you know, bring up our topics and just let the conversation go where it goes. So we definitely appreciate everybody who kind of rolls with us. Yes, that is that is true. Um, you know, the conversation is just like Leonard just said, it's, it's basically what you guys hear us talk about on the show is basically how we talk on a regular basis every day that we do talk. Um, so we we inform each other of different things that are going on because it's stuff that Leonard tells me. I don't know nothing about it and vice versa. So and so we try to keep each other filled in. Um, you know, we have a partnership that's unique that way. And we want to share everything that we know or that we find out about with you guys. And thank God you guys have received it well. So we really appreciate it. And thank you again. Um, I know uh, this has been a pretty exciting time in this area. Right now we got a lot going on with our sports teams. I mean, gosh, you got uh, the Phillies doing their thing, and the Phillies got three games in Philadelphia. Hopefully by the time that the third game is played, we can say that they're champions, but, you know, let's see what happens. Uh, let, let's hope that we can get them to that point. Um, we got a undefeated football team in the Philadelphia Eagles, 7-0. and um, <laughs> Best start they've had in years. <laughs> I mean, it's just unbelievable how well they played. Ironically, you know, the Phillies are playing the Houston Astros right now. Well, this Thursday night, the uh, Eagles played the Houston, uh, the Houston, um, oh, I forgot their name. Astros. The Houston, no, 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 the football team. Oh. They played the Houston um, Texans. Texans, yeah. They, just, hold, <laughs> hey, hey, well, just, I, I, just, hold, hold on, just so knows the person me, who, go, go ahead, Dave, go ahead. Wait, hold on, let me, let me say this first, because all I could think about was their original name. Mm -hmm. See, Oilers. they used to be called the Oilers, yeah, mm -hmm. the Houston Oilers. They, and I'm, that's I'm, what I'm, I kept trying not hey, to say. Give, give me my props, <laughs> give me my props. Yeah, yeah, let, let, look, first of all, for Leonard to pull that out, he must have looked online. For Leonard to pull that out, that's unreal because, you know, Leonard is not the sports guy. I'm the sports guy. I just could not think of that team's name. All I could think of was You're the welcome. Houston Oilers. You're, thank you, sir. All I could think of was the Houston Oilers, which used to be their name back in the day. Yeah, you know, so, back, back, back there with my boy Warren Moon. But go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Only reason you know Warren Moon is because he – because because uh, his name I, is Warren Moon. You don't forget names like that. <laughs> you know, bro. Well, uh, yeah, I, I put it like this. Before I had kids and before I was a business owner, I used to watch more sports, football, okay. baseball. But, you know, once you got kids and trying to do a business and they – I don't even uh, – No, 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 no. I, I don't even have – I, I got kids and I, and I watch sports all my life. They, they, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, did, right. But no. did you have a business while you had kids? Oh no, no. But see, I, I wasn't hustling like you, like you hustling. I know you, you, you going full throttle, and you got a lot of stuff going on. And he does, folks. He does. But you gotta take a peep now. He was, he was sporting, the, he was sporting the Philly shirt last week, y'all. Yeah. So, so 
know, so he, he dips in when he has to, you know. So well, well Dave, wait wait till you see my two Eagles um sweatshirts I just got last week too. <laughs> oh, you got <laughs> oh, now, now he's on the Eagles bandwagon. Okay, all right. But anyway, it's really it's really hyped up in Philly. And then I'm gonna throw in one more team. Um the soccer team. Um the up Philadelphia in, up in Union. Chester, mm-hmm. the union up in Chester, three for three. Well, you know they, they they are one game away from winning the world championship. They play this weekend, by the way, for the world champ for a chance to win the championship. Wow! So it's it's really hot up there in Philadelphia right now, and um, and up until yesterday, was it last night? There even seemed to be a a hold on violence in Philadelphia. I don't know. You, there were some shootings last night up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, ironically, when the game got canceled, that's you know the the baseball game got canceled uh, yeah. because of the weather last night. But there's even been less violence going on during this run. So you know, um, we gotta we definitely got to. Uh, take our hats off to what's going on in the tri-state area. Everybody seems to be excited. I've been biting my nails watching the Phillies games because there's a lot of craziness going on during them games. So, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully they can pull, they can get, pull everything together and win the championship. So we'll see. Um, man, did you hear the craziness that happened with the, um, before we get started, folks, I just want to bring this up. This is not one of our stories, but with um, takeoff from the Migos. Yeah, <laughs> very, very sad. Yeah, yeah. For uh, those that are not aware, well, I'm sure everybody's aware now because TMZ broke the story. Right. Of course, they had video. <laughs> you know, TMZ, man, I don't know how they do it, but they're everywhere, man. So, um, but said there's really sad you know uh takeoff um of the migos well formerly of the migos and quavo um his his um his uncle right that's his uncle. Uh, yeah i believe quavo so his uncle, uncle. Yep. yeah because um, all of them are related um were in a bowling alley um this was right around 2 30 in the morning and they were in there they said they were shooting crap, but, you know, they were having a friendly game, I guess. But they got into it with another group of people. Guy pulls out, you know, somebody pulls out a gun and starts shooting. And Quavo was fortunate enough to get out of the way, but takeoff wasn't. And unfortunately, got shot and died. Um, it's really sad. He was only 28 years old. Here we have another rapper dying at the hands of a gun. And it was just last month that PNB Rock um, was, mm-hmm. was um, laid to rest. Um, I don't know. It seems to be open season on rappers these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and what I think it is, well, so I think it's two things. One, the type of lifestyles a lot of these rappers say they live, and maybe they do, maybe they don't kind of makes them easy targets for people who want to take that. And then two, I always think about, you know, you know, like how they always talk about when you elevate yourself, you have to elevate your surroundings. So 
when you reach a certain status, whatever it is, you know, there's there's certain people, you know, areas, places you shouldn't be going. And I mean, of course, that may or may not have anything to do with this because this looked to be somebody's um, event where, you know, they knew a lot of people there. But, you know, it's just crazy how like when we, you know, Dave, let's say you and I, Dave, we think about consequences before we do certain things, you know, but for some of these people not to think about any consequences and not to think that, you know, taking somebody's life is a permanent decision to for them to make is is just wild yeah it, it is and and it's unfortunate um i think and you're right i think it has a lot to do with the lifestyle that they portray themselves to live and of course you know you know these guys you know they you know people most people in the, in the hip-hop world know who they are and you know you you know you can't you can't li- you don't live a regular life anymore because everybody's watching now and right. and of course you know you're walking around and if you're flashy or whatever the case may be of course you know you might have a lot of people that admire you and 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 give you your props or whatever but you're gonna have every now I mean look they're going into people's houses and taking things what makes you think you won't get stuck up on the street you know right. what I mean. You know, I mean, you know, we heard about Nancy Pelosi's husband, you know, being attacked by a guy with a hammer in their home. You know, um, the guy was trying to rob Mm -hmm. their home. You just wonder, you just wonder, you know. I don't know. It's it's, it's just it's, it's just crazy, you know, when you see stuff like this and it's sad. And he's young. He's 28 years old. I mean, he's a young guy, you know. And it's the same. I, I really feel feel for uh, that situation, um, you know, because here we are. We have another young black man dead at the hands of the gun. So, right. but um, our condolences to the family. And uh, I just wanted to bring that story up before we got started. Uh, it wasn't one of our main stories, but it was something I just wanted to bring up. And speaking of our main stories, what were we going to talk about today, sir? Yep. So, Dave, today we're going to be talking about uh, Delaware State University, which is our local HBCU setting a student enrollment record. We're also going to do a follow up story to what we talked about prior. So the follow up story is where black women filing a lawsuit against L'Oreal and other alleged hair straightening products that caused um, her uterine cancer. We're also going to talk about your favorite rapper, Dave Kanye West fans attempting to raise money to get him back to his billionaire status. And then we're going to talk about um, when Viola Davis created a fake account to curse people out. And then of course we have the Dave's corner question. You want to hold that for later? You want me to speak about it now? Yeah, we'll, we'll hold it for later. Okay. Yep. So those are our topics for today. So we can go ahead and get started with um, Delaware State University setting an enrollment record of 6,200 students. Yes. Yes. Um, and, you know, considering we are in the state of Delaware, it's something that is truly something exciting for us to hear. Delaware State is is setting a whole bunch of records every time we turn around there's something new that's going on there at Delaware State 
And, you know, I, you know, we talked about uh, a few weeks ago how they were ranked in the top 10 uh, as far as the top 10 um, HBCUs um, in the country. And number eight, number eight overall. And here we get this news about uh, the university sets record of 6,200 enrollments. I want to read something uh, from, um, you know, from the story. And it says last week in his first visit to the university as president in the United States, President Biden declared there's no better example of a university that has changed so many lives per this morning's official release of fall semester 2022. Enrollment numbers, the university has the opportunity to change even more. Consistent with its rise in national uh, rankings among historically black colleges and universities and regional higher um, regional higher um, education institutions in the Northeast, Delaware State has once again shattered multiple enrollment records, including surpassing 6,200 total students for the first time in its 131-year history. The numbers represent a 33% increase since 2017. The achievement marks the, fir- the fourth time in the last five years the university has grown in its enrollment. The effort is also consistent with the instruct- institution's strategic goal to reach 10,000 students by the end of the decade. And they have a full uh, strategic plan called Reach 2026 that's out there for people to read about what they plan to have in place by the year 2026. This is a great accomplishment. Um, You have people coming from all over the country to go to Dell State now. It's not just considered a regional institution anymore. Um, We have to take and give our props to Dr. Tony Allen. He has definitely made a difference since he has been there. And what I like about him, he doesn't boast, he doesn't brag, he just does. And that's what makes for a good leader, especially at a school like this. So congratulations on what's going on down there. I thought it was a great way to start our um, podcast today and talking about this particular accomplishment. And it's been all over the news. And Everyone just seems to be so excited about Dell State these days. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, I definitely agree. And, um, you know, I think Tony Allen has been doing some fabulous things for Delaware State University. So, and, you know, just some things to mention, Dave. So Delaware State University was the first HBCU to buy another university. They bought... um, can't think of the name of was it Widener? Um, uh, Wesley wasn't. Yes, they they bought Wesley West. College, so they were yeah, the, the first university to buy another university, 
They also, and priorly, they had a campus on Kirkwood Highway, but just earlier this year, they did a groundbreaking. They have another campus, downtown Wilmington. So, you know, they, they've really been spreading their wings and they've been getting a lot of positive press. And, you know, so um, I'm not surprised. And I can definitely see, you know, Delaware State slowly moving up that rank. You know, I mean, they may not pass Florida A&M University, the number one HBC <laughs> in the nation. But, you know, I mean, I, I can definitely see, uh, you know, I mean, Delaware State, they, they just seem like they're doing a lot of great things. And, you know, we're not in. Well, I just say Delaware State University definitely is not a stagnant institution. You know, I, I feel like back in the day, a lot of HBCUs, they just kind of maintain what was ever there. And I just feel like Delaware State is very progressive. They're always doing new stuff. They have an aviation program. You know, they have an equestrian team. So, you know, a lot of stuff that you wouldn't associate with the black school, you know, they, they, they're kind of doing. They also have that charter school called Inspire. Oh, uh, yeah, they, yeah. Like a yeah, theater. They, yeah, yeah, that they have the high school students. And as long as you're meeting a certain grade point average, you can uh, start – you can um, earn up to 60 um, college credits, you know, so, mm -hmm. um, you know, so they're doing a lot down there. And then, you know, they're, they're even getting their sports, their sports programs are even, you know, they're locking in with getting um, good players and whatever they look, they brought Stan Waterman, who was synonymous with high school basketball here in the state of Delaware at over at, um, Sanford, um, he won a number of championships at Sanford in high school basketball, and they lured him away from Sanford last year to coach the men's basketball team down there. And, you know, they're expected to do big things there this year in his second year. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot going on um, down there. Um, and, you know, it's a good time. It's a, it's a good time for Dell State. Um, for everything that's going on down there with um, and the positive feedback that they're getting. And like I said, once again, when you have uh, someone with the type of vision, the type of mind and, you know, and, and, you know, he's not one of these guys that, you know, was one of these, you know, just showed up and, and, and wasn't from the streets or the hood or whatever. I mean, Tony Allen is, you know, people know Tony Allen from, you know, he's a Delawarean, you know, he he's not somebody just came, they shipped in here, you know, and he's worked hard to get where he is. So, you know, so the they're doing great job down there. Well, him and his staff are doing all doing great job down there. So, we want to say our hats off to what's going on down there, and I'm sure they'll reach that 10,000 goal. Right. So, um, so I wanted to start off with that particular story. Um, you know, if anybody is planning on sending their kids there, good luck. Good luck. So, all right. So that was our first story. Um, moving on to our second story. We're revisiting. Actually, we've talked about the story a couple times in the last couple of weeks. Um, this particular story is, um, you know, now we talked about the whole thing with uh, the hair care industry and 
what was going on with, um, you know, they were saying how some of the um, stuff that uh, black women were using as far as relaxers and those type of things, as far as the black hair um, care um, products and so forth was causing cancer, uterine cancer, causing fibroids and stuff uh, that, you know, um, led to serious illnesses um, for black women. And so I came across a follow-up to the story because every week we, it's been coming, you know, it's becoming more and more prevalent that this is definitely true. And I came across this today. Black women files lawsuit against L'Oreal and other alleging hair straightening products cause her uterine um, cancer. So this is a story about a black woman who has definitely filed a lawsuit and she's suing L'Oreal and four other hair relaxer manufacturers whose products she alleges caused her uterine cancer. And here are the details, it says. According to Good Morning America, a 32-year-old Jenny Mitchell says she was in her third in the third grade. And keep this in mind, in the third grade when she first started using chemical hair straightening products in 2000. Third grade. That's way too young. Don't you think, Larry? Right. Yeah. 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 So she said her condition left her no choice but to undergo a full hysterectomy to remove her uterus, which meant she would never have children. Not not being able to carry my own children has been the hardest thing that I've ever had to deal with. Uh, she told Good Morning America. This is a dream of mine that I've always wanted. Now, let me go back to the third grade thing. Was this something that her mother was doing? It had to be, right? Yeah, I mean, it had to be. Yeah. I, mean, I know she wasn't doing why? it on her own. Yeah, I mean, unless it was a grandparent or somebody, that's what I mean, you know, other than, but why? Um, why would you straighten your, why would you put those kind of products in in your child's hair that's so young? But then, you know, of course, there was a little period of time where, you know, of course, natural hair is in there. You know, a lot of people are doing natural hair. But there was a period of time it was definitely not in. And uh, everybody was straightening their hair or making, you know, um, relaxing their hair to fit in, especially into corporate America. That's a whole nother subject right there that that I'll touch on shortly. But this young lady is not playing because she is being represented by none other than Benjamin Crump. And uh, they filed the lawsuit in Illinois about a week uh, after a new study published in the Journal of National Cancer Institute found people who use a lot of hair straightening products are disproportionately vulnerable to developing uterine cancer. Um, I guess I, I guess the story is really 
really interesting to me because I've seen a number of people over the years using these products. I know a number of people have used them. L'Oreal was definitely one of the top companies that had relaxers for black women. And when you look at the whole scheme of everything, you know, uh, I think there was a, in this story, there was a comment about uh, okay, there's a there's a there's a quote here. As an African American woman, it is um, the societal norm to have your hair look a certain way. Don't wear your hair natural because uh, because it looks unprofessional. So when you think about that and you hear that and you think about how a lot of a lot of the time that women were straightening their hair and doing that was it to be able to fit in to the corporate mix without any brushback i guess um first of all we already had a negative well a lot of times as a woman a double negative being black and then being a woman on top of it but now you got to make sure you look a certain way in order to fit in as well what what do you what do you think about all of this so i mean i i i think that's exactly what's happening you know and i don't think it's just corporate i think it's just fitting in with society so of course you know the black women who are going to corporate jobs you know, they're probably being required to, you know, come with their hair looking a certain way. And then even for that third grader, she's probably going to school. Everyone else's hair is straight. People are probably making fun of her. So she wants her hair straight so she can fit in. You know, and if you think about it, wasn't it just um, either in 2020 or 2021 that the Crown Act was passed where employers yeah. can't discriminate yeah. based on um you know people uh ladies hairstyles so it's like okay just last year black women are given the permission to fit in as they as they choose to wear their hair yeah yeah so yes yeah, so, i mean it's, uh, it's just wild well you know this woman is hoping to be the the voice of uh, many American women, black women, who had to deal with, you know, this whole thing with uterine cancer and other issues that have been found to be found out about this whole thing. Um, it's funny, they do talk about the Crown Act in this article and why it was 100% necessary, basically, because of what you just said. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to know how this comes out, because definitely you know she went out and got ben crump and we know ben crump don't you know he's the new johnny cox yeah, you know he, he don't play you know so so um if ben crump pulls off a victory for this woman you know the courts are going to be busy <laughs> i can tell you that now mm -hmm. they're going to be busy right you know um so this story has legs i don't think it's going anywhere um and it's just like, you know, there's a lot of stuff coming out about things that people have, that have been done to people over the years 
that has led to um, illnesses like cancer and, you know, other things that are going on. Have you been paying attention to the whole Camp Lejeune commercials? Have you seen any of these um, commercials? You know, I've, I've seen them. I hadn't researched them too much, but yeah, I see them all the time. So I know that was I a water a, issue, right? Yeah, I have a very close friend whose husband died of cancer and he was stationed there at um, Camp Lejeune. Mm. And and they were, matter of fact, she was contacted, you know, by somebody from there because they knew that the, her husband was there during that time. And so there, and so his name was added to the lawsuit. And, you know, and she said that when he developed cancer, they weren't sure, you know, what led to it. But now a lot of it's making sense because she's starting to be able to put pieces together from what happened to him. You know, and it was from the water. And because she said that he used to always said the water was horrible there. Mm. You know, now this all makes sense. You know, so when you look at these type of things and the stuff that was going on that we might have been putting in our bodies back during these times and growing up, you know, because relaxes, you know. It's one thing when people started going to natural hair, but the relaxer thing was such a big thing for a long time. You couldn't keep them on the shelf, you yeah. know, um, you know, um, and if you were hooked up with a woman that used relaxers or whatever, you know, I know when I was married, um, I know, and, and my wife had very nice hair, but every now and then she would put, you know, she liked to use the no lie relaxer. And it was a L'Oreal. I remember it very well. I knew which one it was. I could see mm -hmm. the box in my mind right now. And I, I've gone. I remember going to the store and couldn't. And there was none on the shelf. <laughs> you know that type of thing, because people were using them. Right. You know. And now I wonder. Now. You know those people that have either passed away from cancer or dealing with cancer now, whether this was the main culprit of it. It could be. You know, it's, it's really something, it's really something to think about. So, well, but, uh, well, I, I even say, if you want to think about it a little bit deeper, 10, 15, 20 years from now, what are we using now that 10, 20, 30 years ago, they're going to be saying, well, you know, in around the 2020s, did you go to Chow Pizza? Like, did you ever eat a Chow? Pizza? <laughs> I mean, but I mean, seriously, that, you know, I mean, we're, we're probably gonna be hearing these letter, things about. Letter, letter, did you just put that? Did you just put the name of the place in in in, in your little comment just then? Yes, I'm. I'm just giving a general example, but, <laughs> but I'm. But I'm. I'm serious. Like, I'm sure there's gonna be stuff now. Like, okay. Um, were, like, did you eat hot pockets? Okay, we're like now we know that hot pockets had blah blah blah. Or did you well, drink right this now, soda? That's not so far fetched. It's not so far fetched because every time we turn around, there's a recall on something. Yeah. There's been recall on lettuce. That what was it the other day? Uh, chicken the other day that was recalling some somebody was recalling all this chicken, and I mean every time we turn around, there's a recall on something. You know, yeah, or so. they're trying to get you know. Right, exactly. I mean, it's crazy. It's, now, I, 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 I do. I just want to recap for anybody listening. Child Pizza is one of Dave and I's meeting spots to talk business. So we're <laughs> we're not implying Child's Pizza because I like their food, but just giving a, a general example. 
But yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, it's hard because, you know, I personally, I think my mom, uh, her her passing had something to do with baby powder. She used to always use Johnson Johnson baby powder. And they said there was a big lawsuit about that. Yeah. Yeah. And they said that powder was um, known to cause ovarian cancer. And my mom passed away from ovarian cancer. So, you know, it's just crazy how many things that we may be using now that later we're going to find out different stuff about. And think about it. That was something that was used all the time. You found talcum uh, talcum powder in everybody's household when there was a baby around. Everybody had, you know, and and to hear that type of thing, how, you know, that lawsuit came out talking about the, you know, the ovarian cancer and all of that. And it's just scary when you think about it. Um, there was a movie called Dark Waters. I think it was called. I think I told you about this movie about the the whole thing with Dupont and mm, how yeah, I, I saw the Dupont had short. yeah, oh, the great movie. Yeah, that was and Michael B. Jordan, right? About, or Jamie Foxx. One of them was like the lawyer. No, 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 no. It had um. Well, neither one of them were. In it. Okay. it was. Uh, it was. Uh, the guy that plays the Hulk, Mark Ruffalo, mm-hmm. in the Marvel movies, um, he he was the star of it, oh, and okay, it, it was based on a true story, uh, and it was talking about the the lawsuits that Dupont, this chemical that Dupont was using, was um, and this started out in in Ohio and Kentucky area, and um, where. These people's farm, uh, this one guy, he lost all his livestock because all his mm. livestock was getting sick from the fumes mm. from the, right. the in the water. So um, turned out what this chemical was that they were using was something that was in everybody's household. And I hate to be a spoiler, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be a spoiler, but I will be if you, you know, uh, hopefully you get to see the movie. It's really an informative movie. Um, but it was it found in everybody's household, and there was a big lawsuit where they had to pay out all this money to like ninety nine families, or it was I forget what it, I mean. It was ninety nine families or something like that. But it, it was you know what it was? It was Teflon. Remember the Teflon mm. pan? Uh-huh. It was making everybody sick and causing cancer. Wow. Because you know that stuff would scrape off and. People was eating it in their food and all of that kind of stuff, man. It was it was crazy. But, you know, and they had this, you know, you don't hear anybody talking about Teflon anymore. But that was like the new big thing back in the day because it was a nonstick pan. Right. You know, so. But anyway, this is, uh, this is something that, of course, I'm sure is going to keep popping up. So you'll probably hear us talk about it again. So I just wanted to bring it back on. It's on now because Ben Crump. Is on the job. Let's see what happens, y'all. So, <laughs> all right, let's move on to our next story. All right, so the next story we're going to talk about is, of course, Dave's favorite rapper, uh, yeah, Kanye okay. West. So, of course, you know we know all the the trouble and the problems Kanye West has had. You know, basically with his uh, anti-Semitism comments, and so there was an article that came out that I just kind of chuckled at. 
but the article uh, title is Kanye West fans attempt to restore his billionaire status with GoFundMe. So basically what that means is that Kanye fans are looking to donate money to Kanye to help him get his billionaire status back. Um, it said that their um, a suggested attempt is, uh, I think I saw $600 million. Hold on, that don't even sound right. That's, that's what it said, wasn't it? $600 million? Yeah, I, I believe it did. So um, I read this and I just had to think, okay, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, they, it just doesn't make no sense. I'm, first of all, who set up this GoFundMe page? Like, would it probably even get probably probably Kanye? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, if, if it wasn't Kanye, would it even get to him? But I like, how do you donate money to help someone get back to billionaire status who is saying and doing everything to just straight turn around, and lose that that money and that status again? I mean, it was just crazy. Well, it, it, it is crazy. And it's just it just tells you just how 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 much um, you know I, 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 there's so many things you can say about Kanye you know but self destruction definitely is yeah. definitely one of it I mean you know there in you know I know it was like it was just earlier this year they they said they that Forbes clocked um, um, Kanye's worth, uh, net worth as two billion, and now <laughs> he's you know because he lost, and that was basically basically on the strength of two big contracts. One of them being mm -hmm. the, the the Adidas contract, which was, I guess, his biggest one, right? Wasn't that his biggest one? I think it was one of them. I know yeah, it was four hundred. I know it was four. <laughs> Yeah, Old Navy was the other one, but it was 400, 400 million. And uh, it was definitely, um, it was one of those situations where he, you know, I well, first of all, I just don't get, how do we, how do we take a chance and mess up like that? Why? What is it that we have to try to achieve in order to 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 take a chance on screwing up our our net worth? Oh, I don't know. I I I just think that he needs help. <laughs> I mean that's I mean that's what I truly think. I think he needs help. I I think he's been calling out for a while. Uh, you know. He, you know, the whole thing separating from Kim, I really think is really in, in losing his fam. Well, not so much his family, but losing her because I mm -hmm. think he's more, I think he's more worried about losing her. And then, of course, you know, he called himself trying to save her. Did you hear? Did you hear the whole story about him trying to save her? Is from, this uh, recent? Pete Davis, yeah, from Pete Davidson's uh, appendage. <laughs> did you hear? Did you I, hear about that? Yes, I, I did hear him talking about it on one of the shows, and I was like, "Okay, this is just crazy." <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, it's 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 just crazy. Um, he's so all over the place, and it's the same because 
when you look at his, when you just look at Kanye's work and the stuff he's done, he's brilliant. He really is. I mean, he can sell anything. He can write anything. And the guy is definitely smart when it comes to his music, even though I will say I like his older music more so than the newer stuff. Right. But, but, you know, the guy was a hit maker. He's written for the biggest names in the business and he's written hits for just about everybody. And plus we, you know, so he, he's made money as a writer, as a producer, as a performer, you know, he's made money all all kinds of ways. And then he goes into the fashion world and makes money from that. Right. <laughs> I mean, and you know, they, and they, even with that, have you seen his fashions? Like, yeah, I know. But it, 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 well, hold on, it, hold on. It, it's so funny because when he uh, took his sweatshirts to Gap, he wanted his sweatshirts to be in like a trash bag. Like that's how people that's would pull his sweatshirt yeah, I know, out. I know. That's and, how they would and, pull them out. And I compare his fashions to the trash bag because, you know, I don't know if there's a genre of fashion called slave clothing. <laughs> but you know, he, even his um his Yeezy like sandals or flip-flops or whatever those like those are the ugliest things I've ever seen. Like I would never wear those. I didn't like I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't seen a pair of shoes that he's done yet that I like, but everybody wears them. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. I mean, and and they ain't cheap. They are yeah. not cheap. So the, the, those so, Gap sweatshirts, yeah, weren't cheap either. I was like, Jesus. no, no. But that just tells you that he knows the type of influence that he has on people, mm-hmm. and he knows he knows how he can affect people. Of course, you know. He started falling out of favor a few years ago when Trump was making his run for, you know, and he sided with Trump. And, you know, and of course, you know, he's been questionable. Of course, now we got the anti, anti-Semitic uh, um, rhetoric that he's been putting out there, you know, and, and, and the fact that he's been on these shows, you know, Tucker Carlson is, is a guy who rant and raves, and of course he has strong opinions or whatever. But if you anybody saw the interview that he did with Kanye, he was so pleasant and he was so he was so congenial because he's sitting on a gold a gold mine at that moment because he's got Kanye West on the show being Kanye. Right. And he already know he already know Kanye gotta say some crazy stuff, so he yeah, don't even need to poke right. the bear. No, he didn't need to poke the bear at all. He he just sat there and let him go, you know? So you know, it's, it's definitely must-see TV anytime Kanye opens up his mouth. And, you know, but, you know, Adidas, did you hear Adidas said that they were going to make knockoff versions of his stuff? Did you hear about that? Wow. I'm not mad at him. Yeah, because, after all, his stuff sold. I mean, you know, the kids love that stuff, and uh, it's, it's really a shame that we have. And you know who else is close? Close to him, close by. Who's that? Second, Kyrie Irving, the basketball player. Oh, yeah. He's he's not far behind Kanye with a lot of the stuff he says and does. By but you way. know, I feel like he's more liked by the people. But you know, I'm sorry, that, black people, black people. Black people. Or, I mean, like I, I hear a lot of non-black I people protesting. I think he's liked for his basketball talent. I don't know right. if it's so much for his views because he says a lot of crazy. <laughs> 
stuff, and he does a lot of crazy. Now, keep in mind, he has a Muslim background. Yeah, you know, he's he, he, he's Muslim, so of course, you know, they they hear about his anti-Semitic yeah. stuff, and yeah, and then there was like last night there was a basketball game that had all these Jews. I saw the little, little shirts. <laughs> yeah, with the shirts on. Yeah, so you know, um, so um, you know, the, the world we live in. We're just in a different day and time. So when this kind of stuff comes up, uh, I mean, you know, Kanye, you know, come on home, <laughs> come on home, Kanye. <laughs> you know, we'll 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 welcome you back. You know, I said you I said you that video all, all, all fall down. Remember mm-hmm. uh, recently? That's the Kanye we want back. That that guy right there. You know. Um, You're always welcome home. That particular Kanye is always welcome home. But I mean, the, but, the question the question is, who can, who can he go to? Because I mean, I yeah, yeah, yes, like come on home, but like, well, and I mean, uh, I'm I'm sure he has some trusted people, but like, he don't. Well, he's I, got I don't, trust issues. Yeah, but I mean, like, he ain't you know, been right. But he hasn't been right since the mom died. I think that was right. the first who kept him sane. I I think you know. Because if you think about it, it was right after his mother died that he started changing. And I just think that she was the one, and that she was his manager and everything, too, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just think she was the one that kept him grounded all the time. And then, you know, his relationship with Jay-Z kind of, you know, Jay-Z says, hey, you, you go that way, I'm going to go this way. You know, we'll get together every now and then. And then when he got with Kim, that, you know, because... You know, it was rumored that Beyonce didn't like him. So, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of kept their lives separate, you know. So, um, I don't know. I, he just, this is bigger than Dr. Phil. It's bigger than Ayana. <laughs> you know, Ilyana, whatever. You know, we can't have her fixing his life because I don't think that'll work. So, I just think he just needs to check in somewhere and just get the help that he needs. Right. I really do. So, um, come on, Kanye. Like I said, you can always come home, brother. You can always come <laughs> home. <laughs> so, all right, let's, let's move on. All right, so my next one, and I was slipping a little bit on getting it ready, but the next one is uh, something I, I thought was funny and I know is very true. So, Dave, has anybody, have you ever been, her- have you ever encountered a situation on social media where you really wanted to kind of tell somebody how you feel, but you couldn't because it's in public view and other people would maybe see you acting in an irrational way via your, via a post. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's why we have so many burner accounts. These days uh-huh. because of that. So, so do, yeah. do, do you have a burner account? No, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be out there. Um, where I need a, a burner account, and, you know, I'm not gonna. I've never said anything negative on social media at all. Ever? Uh, ever? Ever? No. Okay. Nope. Just check. No. 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 I, I. You never know who's watching, and that's why I'm always careful about right. the things I say on there. You know, I could, now I've joked on there. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's a 
couple of pages that I'm on, you know, with Cowboy fans, we go back and forth. That, that's right. a lot of fun, you know, but I'm not going to say anything negative about nobody, no. Gotcha. Okay. So you're saying nobody's going to pull up anything from Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter 20 years from now and be like, see, Dave, this is what you said. <laughs> yeah, well, did they find my burner account? Nah, I don't have a burner account. No, no, no. But I, I think you can already tell us about somebody who does. Right, right. So this is something that Viola Davis said, um, and I guess it was fairly recent, you know, with the Internet. Ain't no telling when she said it, but I'm just going to play. Why my sound don't want to play? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't hear any sound, man. This is weird, Dave. Hold on, let me share. I'm sharing Sam. All right, let me try to refresh the screen real quick. This is this is Leonard just doing this, y'all. By the way, yeah. Well, so I don't know if you notice Instagram, the web version, like the laptop version, changed up. the way they look, but I don't know what's going on with it. Let me see real quick if I can go to settings. Elon must have anything to do with uh, He might. <laughs> Ain't no telling. <laughs> no, he ain't playing with Twitter, man. He got all kinds of craziness going on over there with Twitter. Yeah, this is weird. I really wanted to play this clip of Viola Davis. It's funny because it don't even let you mute it. But anyway. Okay, well, yeah, I guess you got to tell us what you said. Yeah, so long story short, uh, Viola Davis, of course, you know, she's in uh, How to Catch a, what it, How to Catch a Criminal, How to Catch a Predator, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they, it, 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 it's just not coming to uh, me. Well, Plus, well, yeah. uh, what, what well, is it? She was, in, she was just in The Woman King. Yeah, also in The Woman King. So anyway, so she's on this panel discussion, almost like a, you know, a a one-on-one, you know, on stage. And she's saying that, you know, she was on social media and somebody, I guess, was saying some stuff she didn't like. And of course, you know, she can't respond the way she wanted to respond because she's Viola Davis. It'll be all over the news and retweeted and reposted. So she said she was like, you know what? I'm going to create an, an account so I can curse them out. So she was saying, so she created an account. And of course, it said first name. So she's like, oh, man, what am I going to use for my for my first name? So she's like, I'm going to use my husband's nickname, which is Lily. So she's like, OK, first name is going to be Lily. And then she's like, oh, what am I going to use for my last name? And she's like, Washington. So she said she created this alias called Lily Washington. And via that alias that, she, you know, I was like her burner account, like they said, she would curse people out who, um, you know, who made bad comments about her. And I, and I just thought it was funny. So um, I don't have a burner account and I don't, I don't really think I ever had one, but I know a lot of people do do this and, 
you know, in our case, I don't, Dave, I don't know if you remember where I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it back on you. You remember we talked about the black firefighter in Pittsburgh, his captain took him to this Juneteenth party. And at the Juneteenth party, there were like lots of like racist type of thing. Like right. They have fried chicken and watermelon. So right. in that story, the wife of the man who, um, you know, through the party, the wife had a burner account. And on that burner account, she would say racist stuff regarding black people and, you know, all, all that type of stuff. But I mean, anyway, I, I digress. But, you know, it's just funny because I'm sure there are a lot of people who have racist. I mean, uh, you know, alternate social media accounts where they can kind of say how they really feel and curse people out and, you know, act reckless and all that stuff. So it was just interesting that Viola Davis was saying she had one. And when she gets bad comments or reviews from people that she would basically curse them out. Well, I can see her doing that because Viola Davis is a black woman. She mm -hmm. is not, she is not pretentious in any way. She seems like that type of woman that you would definitely see in a, in a Walmart. You know what I mean? You know, because she just seems like she's still down to earth. She doesn't seem come across as this Hollywood, you know, uh, superstar, you know, like, I'm sure she's approachable more so than a Holly Berry is approachable. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, because she has so much that she would say. Um, um, I know I've listened to her in different interviews and so forth. I know a lot of people have challenged her with things and she'll just kind of laugh about it and say, well, if you could do it better, then you should, you should do it better. You know, I right. know uh, people people had a lot to say with her playing Michelle Obama in the miniseries, the the first lady. Uh then people had a lot to say about her um in you know, even though the Woman King has gotten a lot of great reviews and it's been a very positive movie, um, a lot of people were questioning her her uh, reason for taking the role because of what was really found out to be about the particular tribe of, of people that, you know, she led. Um, if you look at their real true history, because they, um, they were people who sold slaves into slavery and stuff like that. Um, but she always has a lot to say and she always she will comment. And so I could see her doing something like that because, of course, she has to bite her tongue a lot, you know, I'm sure, about what she has to say. A, a burner account probably would be a great tool to have, um, a great tool to have if you are a person that has a lot to say. Uh, there's a lot of athletes that have had burner accounts. They've gotten caught with them, <laughs> but they do have them. Kevin right. Durant. Kevin Durant is one of the biggest culprits out there because Kevin Durant is one of these type of people that like to fuss with people all right. the time. And he's had several burner accounts that got shut down because he had a lot, he had so much to say. Kyrie Irving's another one. Mm -hmm. There's quite a few people that have had these accounts because they, of course, uh, LeBron James also had burner accounts too. Um, right. That, you know, because they had to be careful of their, their, um, 
overall image and right. everything, you know. So I could see I could see her doing that. I I and you know, did she get caught? Is that what happened? Or no, so I don't even think she got caught. You know, I think she was just you know, just she being kind of like an honest moment. She created this account. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah, yeah. She does she doesn't use a little I'm sure anymore now that she didn't now that she didn't told that she with you, right? I mean, ain't no telling. In fact, I'm, let let me go on Twitter and see if I find uh, Lily Washington on there. It Wait. was on Twitter that you doing. Um, I'm well. I, I have no idea where it was. But I'm gonna try Twitter first, and we'll see. <laughs> oh shoot! Let me see. And of course, yeah, I'm uh, sure. All her stuff, uh, people. She didn't have, was, was she using her own picture? No, I'm sure not. So probably what her, happened, whenever the, whenever the, yeah, whenever the interview, this interview came out, now there's like eight, you know, Lily Washington. Um, this one said Lily Washington, Viola Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Washington, you know, so I mean, now there are a lot of Lady Washington cussing people out. So, you know, probably once it, it probably came out a while ago and now everyone's jumping on it. Everybody's on it now. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. I'm, I'm sure that, you know, that's something that she, she definitely probably had a lot of fun doing. <laughs> right. I'm sure, you know, so. Um, now, now I like to go and listen to some of that stuff just to see what she had to say. I'm mm -hmm. sure she had a lot to say, you know, because like I said, she she mind you that sister girl person, you know. Right. So, okay. All right. All right. Um, Lily Washington, we'll be seeing if we see any of your comments pop up anytime soon. So, all right. Um. And the name of the show wasn't it How to Get Away with Murder? That was the name of the show, right? Okay. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, all right. Okay. Well, you guys have been listening to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn as we embark on our anniversary show, which is coming up uh next week on uh Tuesday the eighth. Man, I still can't get over this in November already, you know. So oh, and public service announcement for those of you um that you know um we we know how voting can create change so please get out there and vote these small primaries everybody thinks that, that they don't make a um uh, they don't make a difference and you know and so forth they do make a difference i mean when you look at the, what's going on up there in pennsylvania with that senate race this man those commercials are brutal, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know, and, yeah. and it really remind makes me you number wonder. one of politics. Yeah, and it really makes you wonder about, man. Do I vote for who? Do I vote for? I don't like either one of these people. Right. You know. <laughs> you glad know? we in so, Delaware. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we don't have that kind of stuff going on here. But that Pennsylvania stuff, man, whew, that's not good at all. Um, you um, get out there. I know right now we have. Um, early voting um, being done at where I work at in Newark at the Hudson Center. Yeah. Um, I need to come yeah, on out there. So, yeah. So, you know, uh, and they'll be there all week 
leading up until that day. So, um, so definitely it's something that you might want to take advantage of. But, um, but like I said, once again, you are listening to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. And check us out on all of our social media pages. And, you know, make sure you follow us and everything. So with that being said, we're going to move on to today's corner. And tonight's, and this is Leonard's favorite uh, session, uh, section of uh, our show. So um, tonight we're going to ask the following question. Since we have talked about a lot of things that have to do with social media and so forth tonight. Does social media make you uh, generally happy, happier or sad, um, sadder? If sadder, why do you keep participating in it? Um, I think Leonard kind of screwed up my question. It should be happy or sad, shouldn't it? Does social media make you happy or sad, generally happy or sad? If sad, why do you keep participating in it? So, you know what? I'll go first in this situation. Okay, okay Dave. I know, I, I know, because you always try to, you know, sidestep things. So let me let me set the bar here. Uh, and and I'll go first for this particular reason as well, because I'm older. I'm I'm I'm, I'm older than you are. Um, by a number of years, um, I've been able to see things prior to social media and the internet versus where we are now. I prefer things to not be so in your face as <laughs> it is now with social media. Like what is in your face? You know, every time you turn around, there's a whole bunch of doom and gloom. Um, I mean, there's a lot of great things that are out there. There's a lot of good things that, you know, of course, social media, you can see and be anybody that you want to be. All of that stuff, you know, is out there. But I kind of like, I kind of miss those days that you picked up a newspaper or, you know, TV, you know, it was reported on TV at a certain time or, um, you know, um, or you didn't know all about something before you actually saw it, like a movie came out and you didn't hear all the reviews, <laughs> you know, you didn't hear everything about the movie before it came right. out, you know, all that the type spoilers. Of stuff. yeah, all the spoilers and everything. Um, I, I guess I can go pros and cons with social media. I'll say the pros is being able to get information at your fingertips in a moment's notice. Um, that's always helpful. Um, it's nice to know if you buy something online, it comes to your house, it's in pieces, you can't figure it out. You can go to a YouTube or a TikTok video or something and it tells you how to put it together. And basically, you know, you become an expert at this thing, over, you know, in a matter of minutes. You know, that's always great. So the how-to videos and stuff like that is always great. Um, having information at your fingertips 
is a big thing these days because it helps to, um, you know, if, you know, something as simple as being able to pull up the weather for your area makes a big difference nowadays um, because you know what to do, how to dress or whatever the case may be. I, I, I'll call all of that prose. Of course, there's a lot of other things that, you know, you can go online to look at and see, you know, um, especially when it comes to trends and stuff like that. The cons is what it's doing to our children. And what, you know, having, it used to be you can, you used to, can have conversations with your children. But now it's kind of hard to do that. And you're a father and you know exactly where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do that these days because everybody's buried in their phones. When you watch kids tell, you know, they'll be sitting next to each other and all of a sudden they just start cracking up laughing and then nothing's been said between the two of them. But they're telling each other jokes or funny stuff and they're texting it to each other or, or sending it to each other through social media or whatever. Nonverbal communication. I think it's taking conversation, the art of conversation, out of every household, just about. Um, I think it's also led to a lot of these teenagers going out, grabbing AK or AR weapons and shooting up things. Um, so, yes, it, it can make me happy at times. But I think it makes me a little sadder than happier. Give me your thoughts. So, you know, I, I agree. I think there are a lot of different perspectives on it where... Um, <clears throat> so, Dave, I'm, I'm going to take it back. When I was swimming, and maybe it was middle school, we had, and it's so weird because we used to have these team meetings like once a month. And one time at the meeting, they passed out this packet of papers. And the paper was titled with the word SNIOP on it. Have you ever heard of the word SNIOP? It's like, it's an acronym. S-N-I-O-P. No. So SNIOP stands for, and it, it's so crazy. You know how some things that you experienced in middle school and you never forget to this day? So this is one of those things. SNIOP stands for susceptible to the negative influences of other people. So when I when I bring it back now to social media, what it makes me feel is if you have a strong mental, you can see a lot of stuff and not be affected by it. If you have, let's just say, a weak mental, you may see a lot of things and be very affected by it. <clears throat> so when I think about myself, and of course, it's not 100 percent of the time, but I, I would like to think it's majority of the time when I'm looking at social media. I don't take anything I see on social media too serious. So, you know, when I see people with like Bentleys and flying in private jets, Dave, I don't feel any certain type of way. You know, when I see people um, 
arguing and like foolishness on social media, you know, I don't let it affect me. When I see, you know, tragedy and death, yes, you know, I feel sorry for the situation. You know, I don't let it affect. I mean, it's very little that I can look at on social media that I feel like I let it take me like outside my zone. Now, on the flip side, <clears throat> I see many people who are very affected by what they see on social media. You know, so if you're on social media and you see nonsense or ignorance and you're cursing at the phone and um, arguing with Dave, I don't argue with people on social media. Like, you know, I see people arguing on social media and I just can't believe it. I mean, I'm sorry, I get it, but I know that's just not me. But I think there are a lot of people who are very effective. Like, so for instance, I'll give an example. And I, I know most of our, our viewers are, are females, but my wife said that prior to us getting married, she was trying to figure out a way to stop. Cause you, you know, social media is real funny. Like if you mess around, you like a couple, a couple, a couple's pictures, then you'll get a lot of couple pictures in your feed, like, you know, male, female relationships and all that stuff. So she says that she used to feel a certain way about it because it just be all up in her feed. But um, and I know I feel like I'm <clears throat> saying a lot of talking. Long story short, I think for most people. It can make you sadder if you let it affect you. Um, I know personally, I don't let it affect me. So for me, I can't say it really makes me happier, but I can say um, I enjoy it. And I know how to temper social media with reality, too. And they prior to when we were talking to say, oh, yeah, you know, I want to say this, too. There was a post that just came out today. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with the rapper named Benzino out of Boston. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah so he said. He put up a post on social media that, that I personally think is very accurate. You can let me know what you think. He said that I just want to read his words exactly. And of course, I didn't screenshot it. <laughs> he said social media is the worst thing that ever happened to black people. And I'm sorry, but I, I almost feel like I got to agree. You know, I feel like for a majority of black people, Social media is just it's not a, a value add to us. I but, agree. Yeah, I think I, mean, it's, I think it's an accurate statement. Yeah. Um well, we just got this talking about Kanye West. Um has it helped him really? As, I mean, as, right now, social media is making him look like a clown, right? Right. Um, and all his, let's say, clown behavior, he puts it on social media for the world to see. He puts it out there for the world to see. You know, I, like, I think the whole Kanye situation wouldn't be as bad if he didn't put, like, can you imagine if he didn't put all his stuff out there? You know, this, I don't feel like a lot of probably hearsay. But this is where I'm going with what I started out saying in my answer, man. Back in the day, he wouldn't be able to have this situation going on because we wouldn't know about all of this stuff. Right. Um, think about some of our heroes that are athletes and performers and entertainers and so forth who came up during this, 
who who were at their heights in the 70s and the 80s prior to the the 90s when the internet really started getting its its, its feet wet and and as they call it the world wide web started taking off back then um think about all the dirt that they did that nobody ever knew about because there was no way for them to know about it you know uh, you know you can pay somebody off you, you know do what was what we call the nda now back then and nobody ever find out about it because there was no option for them to do it unless the person was just stupid enough to go out there and say hey i did this hey i did that with this person but then but now You take a high-profile person like a LeBron James or uh, who else can we say? Because we know LeBron's married, a Steph Curry or somebody like that. Who and you you try to hook up with somebody on you know on the street. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go that somebody doesn't see you? And how are you going to keep that person from saying anything? They may not say something right then and there, but they're going to say something at some point, I guarantee you, or somebody's going to say something, you know, because you know how much pressure it is to keep somebody quiet and keep them from going to social media and that type of thing. Do you think Mm -hmm. we would have ever known about Nia Long's situation 20, 25 years ago? I don't think so. Yes, I'm sorry. We probably would have heard about that one. We would have heard about it, but it wouldn't have came out the way it did. Right. And we wouldn't have gone to her page to see all her, you know, personal details and wish her well and screenshot her pictures and send them all around. Camera wouldn't have went on and hollered at her, you know, that type of thing, you know. know, This is social media. You know, this is where we are. Cam Cam um, Brown would have had to page her or like uh, send her some mail or something, mail something <laughs> to her. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a whole different world. Um, you know, right now, everybody's trying to get the next video. You know, that next video is going to get them paid and, and and get on TMZ, and you know, like. You know how many athletes, and and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say men or female, that probably got into altercations with their significant other, physical, bad type, you know, really bad type situations, but nobody ever knew about it because nobody ever was able to film it or or there was no film of it. Oh yeah, I'm but sure happened all the time, now, even now. Yeah, but even but now though, there's a good opportunity. There's a camera somewhere. Right. And somebody's going to see it. Like, you know, when you hear these stories come out about, um, you know, so-and-so is, uh, was locked up because of a domestic um, scuffle, and then a couple days later, the video shows up. Right. And you see, you see that person knocking somebody out, you know, <laughs> or whatever the case may be. It's, it's crazy nowadays. And that's why I say it makes me – I know you say you don't take it as personal, and you don't you don't let it affect you anyway. But I'm some some of the stuff I read, Leonard. When I when I'm read about a kid that that 
that in the story that we told last week, when I read about the kid that was called, he called himself an isolated loner. That's an oxymoron, really, right? Isolated mm-hmm. loner, right? He called himself an isolated lo- uh, loner with no friends. And he didn't feel like anybody liked him, you know, and so forth and so forth. And he's going to go to a school that he just graduated from last year and decide to shoot shoot the school up. Craziness. And had had a and had a nerve to have a note saying why he was doing what he was doing. This is sad. Um It's you know social media could be seen both ways. It could be like I said, there's pros and cons. I like the fact that I it you know you can learn something fast, you can learn something quick. Uh, <laughs> if we knew the world was coming to an end, TMZ would probably let us know. Hey, the world's coming to an end. Right. Y'all might want to do something. You know what I'm saying? Because we have we have. We have so many ways of being able to get the word out. Twitter, um, you know, you got you you got uh, Instagram. You got. I, I told you about we had an active shooter in my in in the, in the area. Um, this was earlier this year, um, and before I I just found out about it, I had three people call me on the phone and said, "You all right? What do you mean? Am I all right?" Oh, we hear there's an active shooter in your neighborhood. I said, I just found out myself. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. You know, but it was already on social media that there was an active shooter in that area. You remember when I was telling you about the guy at the yeah, airport no. base? Yeah. 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 You know, so I was like, and people were calling me before I, and I just found out about it. So this kind of stuff, this is the world that we're in. Um. I would love to know what people are thinking. Um, right now, social media is the way. There's no way of getting around it. It's only going to get... Um, there's going to be more outlets. There's going to be more people talking. But we have to... You know, well, you didn't comment uh, in uh, before we... Before you got noticed, you didn't comment about this. What I said about the kids. No, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely agree. Because you know, one thing we always we think about, and we think about from a personal view, kids who are impressionable um, follow what they see. So you know, we always talk about you know, in the old days, you know, just having good role models like them. You know, if, if they're seeing a lot of good role models growing up then more than likely, you know, that's what they're going to match and model. If they're seeing a lot of people who are bad role models hanging on the corner or, you know, doing illegal activities, that's what they're going to model. So now that we put them on social media and the internet and YouTube, you know, if they're impressionable, they're going to be impressioned by what they see. And Dave, we already know, as soon as you go on Instagram, I see fighting, I see sexual content. I see, you know, um, just a whole gang of stuff that 
is probably not the the best stuff for kids to be watching or or people who are impressionable kids and or adults. So right, and there's really no way to stop them from seeing what they see. I mean, all you gotta do is just log on to Instagram. It's right there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah kind of like you said, kind of like you said it earlier, it's right in your face. It's right in your face. It's right in your face. So. But comment on the lack of communication with the kids and how they spend more time on social media than they do talking to you. So I'll put it like this. Back in the day when you got in trouble and your parents said, go to your room, don't come out, that was the worst thing in the world. Oh, yeah. It definitely was. Nowadays. They don't care. They, you tell no, them. Let me go to my room. They, they, they're not even in trouble. You can't get them to come out the room. My kids, yeah. you know, and it's so funny because their rooms don't have nothing special. <laughs> getting well, them private, to getting them to, yeah, getting them to come out their rooms is like a task for what to do. What do I have to like? I mean, like I'm getting all the questions, like you know, like 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 no, they come out they their with their mother? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure of it. Especially my son. You know, he'll fall asleep. I go in his room. <clears throat> he's on the bed. He has his laptop open, playing something on YouTube, and his phone in his hand on, like, TikTok or playing a game. And I'm like, damn, you're doing two things at once? They, I go in his room a little bit later. He's asleep. The, the laptop's watching him, phone's still in his hand. I mean, it's like the addiction is real. And he doesn't have it. Does he have a TV in the room? He does. He doesn't even watch it. I yeah, know. That's what I was going to say. Don't even turn it on, does he? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, because everything's right at their fingertips. Right. Yeah. Um, so, they, they yeah. you, 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 you want to punish a kid now, I got to turn off the Wi-Fi. Then they all come out their rooms like, hey, like, yep. what happened? Yep. And they yep. like I always tell you where I live, if it's if we don't have Wi-Fi, I can't get phone calls. Like without the Wi-Fi, I can't do nothing. So they yeah. they, they feel it just like I feel it. Or either that or just take their, their devices. Yeah, but you know, that's always uh yeah. <laughs> Look, My, that- that might that might get you beat up or something. <laughs> no, but you know, then then I then I got to get forceful with them because they they don't be trying to give it. Yeah. Okay. But... <laughs> you know, my but my mom my mom bought this. I'm like, I don't care if you over here. Uh, wait, do they actually say that to you? Um, at one point they said, and I snatched that thing away and I ain't giving it back. <laughs> oh, they were upset. Oh my god. It's not yours. I'm like, this, this is my house. Anything you bring over here, what they, and until you know, then I have to hit them. Well, then don't bring it over here. No, uh, okay, here, here you go because they, they know they ain't trying to go a week without it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I mean, even because you know, I mean, it's hard because emergencies, yeah, they come in handy. So, I mean, I don't necessarily want to go without it either, but. They're not going to play that game. Well, see, that, that's, and that, I don't know how I would do these days, like raising small kids and so forth. They, I came, my kids came up during the, the boom of the video game era, you know. Um, 
also the game console. So that was my challenge was the game console. Right. You know, because we had, you know, every year, every time a new one came out, I had to get, you know, had to get that game console, you know. And I think we had we had every game console, I think, that ever came out. But, you know, but and then trying to keep them from playing the video game, you know, all day long. Yeah. You know, because my kids didn't go outside either. They, I mean, well, they did. But when that video, when them video games started popping, man, they rather play the video games. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so that was, I, I guess that was like what social media is now to them back then, you know, so. Uh, um, but I wanted to put that question out there because I thought it was a, a question that we all deal with in some respect and something to make us think about. And are we in a better place now that social media has become such an important part of our lives and whether it does affect us in a good way or a bad way? Right. So, um, so folks definitely chime in, let us know your thoughts. Um, you know, we would definitely like to hear them. And um, I guess that's our show for tonight. Okay. Um, we want to take the time to thank you guys for listening. And I guess the next time, and when we talk to you next time, that will be our anniversary show. So we look forward to that. And you mean the, the next Gavin, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. The next time. Oh, I'm sorry. Tuesday. Of course, we'll, you, the next time we talk to you will be Friday show. Um, so, um, but next Tuesday, this time, next Tuesday, we'll be doing our anniversary show. So we look forward to that. And definitely tune in on Friday for our weekend roundup, where we always do our fun topics and everything. And, uh, you know, hope you guys got a chance to listen to last Friday. I did get some feedback about that. Everybody thought that was some funny stuff that they heard. Oh, the, the animals, right? Yeah. yeah, the animal thing. So you guys get a chance to um, go back and listen to uh, last Friday's show where we talked about, uh, you know, um, you know, our biggest fears from yeah. animals that the craziest you know, <laughs> animal encounters. <laughs> encounters, yeah, animal encounters. So, um, if you get a chance, definitely take a listen to that. Uh, it was some funny stuff talked about there. All right, Lynn, you got anything you want to add? Before no, we you know, on? I just want to wish everybody a, a happy, productive week. That is all. Okay. And um, all right. We'll definitely tune in on Friday to our, our weekend roundup. And we'll talk to you then. And have a good night, everybody. And thank you for listening. Tune in next week, ladies and gentlemen, for another edition of News and Trends with your hosts, Dave and Lynn.